Amen. Amen. With that blue church. With that blue church. It's always a pleasure to be in the house of the Lord. I really thank God for being here. Yes. I thank God for the word that He's about to give us today. Amen. Yes, we all stand. Let's open the word with a quick prayer. Yes, Ava, correct. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh Lord, we thank you. We give you praise, we give you thanks, we give you honor, we give you glory for this day, Lord. We thank you for the word in which you're about to feed us, O oh Lord. Amen. I pray that you open our ears and our hearts, yes, Lord. that we may, we may gain wisdom and understanding yes, the word Lord. that you give us. I pray, Lord, that you speak through me and bring all things back to memory, because you are responsible for feeding your flock. Yes. And let it be all of you and none of me. In Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God is good. All the time. All the time. God is good. God is good. God is good. Uh, last time I preached uh, about prayer, I brought up the fact that Pastor Cooper would quote scriptures while she's praying. Today I'd like to briefly touch on the reason for that and follow up with what to do after. So today it's going to be prayer, but the subtopic is really going to be spiritual authority. So I'm really going to dive into spiritual authority in regards to prayer. Because we found that from the last teaching on prayer, that most people only pray when they want something from God. 98% mm. of the time. However, we learned that prayer is much more important than that. Amen. Prayer is a means of learning from God how to be a Christian. So it gets bigger. It's, it's more than just saying words. It's having a 360 conversation with God. You talk, he talk, you listen, he listen, he answers, you answer as well. However, in the teaching of prayer that I did the last time, we also found that there are two prayers that God will never answer. Yeah. Anyone remember what those two prayers were? Kill uh, no. <laughs> well, you write yes to kill someone, yes. But the two the two top things with God prayers will never answer is a prayer in which you ask him to do something he's already done, and a prayer whereby you asking God to do something he told you to do. Mm -hmm. Asking God to do something he's already done and a prayer asking God to do something you've all, he told you to do. Mm -hmm. So today, while I'm preaching on spiritual authority, I want to dive in a little bit in those two types of prayers <coughs> so we could understand, okay, if God, if this is a prayer, in which God tell me to do something, how do I do it? And when I do it, if I don't get a results, what are the next steps, right? Mm -hmm. um, 
first scripture is going to be Luke 10. Luke chapter 10, verse 19 to 20. I may have just three sets of scriptures today. There are other scriptures I may just quote freelance. I wouldn't tell you guys to turn to. So only turn to scriptures if I tell you to turn to it. If you like, you could write it down that you can look at later. But only the scriptures I told you to tell you to turn to. Again, that's Luke chapter 10, verses 19 to 20. I'll give you a few minutes to get that. Again, prayers in which God told us to do something and prayers in which we're asking God to do something he's already done. Last time when I touched on that, I showed you that praying God to renew a, a new spirit in you, which sounds nice, which sounds noble, is a prayer that's never going to be answered. Because when Jesus died and you born again, he renewed a new spirit in you. You became a new spirit. And as the word says, as he is, so are we. Perfect. Referring to our spiritual being. The part of us that still needs training, guiding, educating is our soul. Because we are a spirit. We have a soul. A soul is our, our mind, our thinker, our will, and emotions. That's the part that needs training. And we live in a body. And we train that part by renewing our mind. And that's part of what we're doing right now. Understanding the Word of God. The more you understand the Word of God, you begin to believe the Word of God, and as a result, you practice the Word of God. So, being ignorant of the Word of God is the best way to be an unsuccessful Christian or a Christian without authority. Mm. Amen. Amen. Everyone have it? Yes. Luke chapter 10, verse 19 to 20. Anyone have a, a, a piece of paper? Tower, you can give me, please. Luke chapter 19, Luke chapter 10, verse 19 to 20. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Matthew, Mark, Luke. Everyone have it? Amen. Amen. So everyone could follow because I'll be reading from the Amplified Version. It says, listen carefully. I have given you authority that you now possesses. That you now possesses. You have this authority already. You're not waiting to God to give it to you. He's already given it to you. To tread on serpents and scorpions. And the ability to exercise authority over all the power. Over all the power. That second word power 
means ability as well. The methods, the schemes of the devil, of the enemy Satan, and nothing in any way, nothing in any way may harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice at this, that the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice that you, your names are recorded in heaven. The last part really got me there. He says, do not rejoice to the, of the fact, of the fact that the spirits, the spirits are what? Subject to you. You are not subject to the spirits. The spirits are subject to you. And this is very important that as Christians, we understand this part. We are not subject to the devil and his demons, his fallen angels. They are subject to us. The Bible says we are heirs and joint heirs to the throne of God. We are kings, queens, and princes and princesses. When we walk, them demons better be like, look out, Brother Kenny's coming. You know he can't see well. Let's be careful for he stumbles stumble into us and we see the wrath of God because we're walking in the path of the righteous. As he is, so are we. And it's always getting me when I find Christian people have way more faith, have way more belief in the power of the devil and demons than they have in the authority given to them by God. Mm -hmm. I hear people say stuff, oh, be careful that that person is a, is a witchcraft person, a witch, an obia person, a voodoo person. I hear people say stuff like, oh, be careful when the baby's around when it's a funeral because, you know, the spirits be around. And... But my thing is, who are those spirits subjected to? That's right. Who are they subjected to? Who have been given authority over them? Yeah. We have given that authority. Not the other way around. We have more authority than Adam and Eve had in the garden. Mm. Adam and Eve only had authority over the earth. God gave us authority, all authority in heaven. God gave us authority in earth. And God gave us all authority in hell. He said, if we bind something on earth, it's bound in heaven. If we lose something on earth, it's loose in heaven. All the glory that Adam and Eve had before the fall does not compare to the glory in which Jesus has obtained and given to us. Yet we are afraid of witches and demons and devils and obia men, obia women, and voodoo men, and voodoo women. Cut it out. Cut it out. I know I'll stray away a little bit from the topic, but it's important that we know we have this authority. So if we do pray, we pray with this authority. And that's what Pastor does when she prays with scripture. The Bible says, as he go, preach saying, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick. Cleanse the leopards, 
raise the dead, cast out devils, freely he have received, freely give. Did God say, pray for the sick and finish there? No. No. What did he say? He said, heal the sick. Yeah. He told you to heal the sick. Yeah. It amazes me when people be like, oh, this is the sick, I'm going to just pray for it. But your faith is not, the faith that works is dead. You're not exercising anything else after that. Mm -hmm. You're leaving it as, I'm a prey for this person. Mm -hmm. It's like the easiest way for us to not take accountability mm -hmm. as Christians for this authority that God has given us. I'll pray for her. She's still sick. What happened? What happened with your prayer? At least answer that part. What happened with your prayer? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right? How about taking a step forward? Sister, you're sick. Would you like prayer to be healed right now? Mm -hmm. What we leave here, I believe. And if you believe too, the way you leave here, you'll be healed. Yes. He told you to do that. So when you pray prayers like, God heal this person, and then you leave it right there. God is looking at you like, didn't I give you the authority to do that? So will that prayer be answered? Clearly, it says here in the scripture that you have the authority mm -hmm. to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast some of the devils. Mm -hmm. Freely you have received, freely give. Alright. Let me let me give you scriptures so you can believe. Let's go to John chapter eleven. John chapter eleven. Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Yes, Manai, I want to see you in your Bible too. You have it upside down. John chapter 11, verses 41 to 44. We can't pray prayers asking God to do stuff that He has told us to do. We can't just be Christians whereby we pray. And we leave it at that. Who gives someone authority if they do not expect them to execute that authority? Yeah. What does the police do? They enforce the law. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. The policeman in himself didn't have that authority of himself. Let me break it down. Jesus said, I am the branch, you are the vine. If you abide in you abide in me and, and I in you, without me you can do nothing. Same thing with the policeman. The city of Norwich or the state of Connecticut gave the policeman the power to enforce the rules. So when he stands in traffic and he puts up his hand and he says, Stop, 
he is acting in the authority given to him by the state. So the traffic stops. Same thing with Jesus. He's the branch and he be the vine. He said, as I am on earth, so are you. Let's look and see what Jesus did on earth. Because as he is on earth, so are we. And if we are just praying and leaving it there, then Jesus should just pray and leave it there as well. But let's check the scripture and see what he did. Everyone have it say amen? Amen. Uh, John chapter 11, verse 41 to 44. I want to see if Jesus just leave it as a prayer or if he does anything. I mean, this might be a little shocking for some Christians to hear because it, it put the ball back in their lap. They can't, they can't say God didn't answer my prayer. God didn't do what he had to do. It puts his back in your lap. You have some responsibility to take. Many times that PIC people come for prayer. They come to pastor this week for prayer for something. Next week they come for the same prayer. How about you pray for yourself a little bit? Mm. I'm not saying it's not good to let your pastor pray for you. Mm -hmm. It's good. The Bible said if they have any sickly among you, gather the elders of the church mm -hmm. and let them pray for them and then they'll be healed. Mm -hmm. Right? Yeah. But you have the same Holy Spirit inside of you the pastor has. Right? You will be given the same authority that she has been given. So you're going to wait every Sunday to deal with your issue? Mm -hmm. What type of Christian would that be? Mm -hmm. A once a week battling Christian? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm going to get beat up and stay down by the devils and the demons until I see past on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I open Bible read once a week Christian. Mm -hmm. I hallelujah praise God once a week Christian. Mm -hmm. I ain't that type of Christian I tell you. Mm -hmm. When I say them devils are bound, they are bound. Mm -hmm. When I say they're cursed, they're cursed. They know not to mess with me. Mm -hmm. They say, oh you are, here he comes again. Let's get out of his way. Because then he get to bind he get to bind him. Let's read the scripture. Then they took away the stone mm -hmm. from the place where the dead was laid. And Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, mm -hmm. I thank thee that thou hast heard me. And I knew that thou Hearest me always. But because of the people which stand by, I said it that they may believe that thou hast sent me. And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he said, and he that was dead came forth bound hand and foot with grave cloths, and his face was bound about him with a napkin. Jesus said unto them, Loose him and let him go. Amen. Amen. Jesus prayed. 
We didn't hear what Jesus had prayed before he said what he said because he prayed in his heart. Mm. But then he said stuff out loud so that he could know that he was praying. Because mm -hmm. his prayers didn't leave his lips. And this is why a lot of times you see when Pastor praying, she quotes scriptures. She is, con she is reciting back to God what he already says she has authority to do. Amen? Amen. That's the purpose of it. Mm -hmm. And that's what Jesus was doing. So after Jesus prayed in the authority that was given to him, he acted on the authority. Amen. Because faith without works is dead. So he told Lazarus to get up. And many people say Jesus called only reason Jesus called Lazarus by name because if he had said rise up, then the whole graveyard would have Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. But if he is so are we on this earth, then we gotta do what he did. He didn't just pray and leave it. Why are we praying and leaving it? Why are we asking God to do things in which he told us we have the authority to do? Nothing is wrong with praying it, but you pray it and then you execute it. Really, in it halfway. Amen. It's like you serving a half a God. Mm -hmm. I know, but you are serving the whole God. Yeah. God, he put half the Holy Spirit inside of me. Mm -hmm. He gave me half the authority he gave the disciples. Mm -hmm. I'm not half what you worked. Mm -hmm. I'm too fat to be half of what? <laughs> I'm a holy word. Stop leaving stuff halfway. This is not authority. He hasn't given us authority over each other. So let me put it right there. Before y'all leave here, binding your sisters and brothers in the name of Jesus. No, it don't work that way. The Bible said he's already given everything pertaining to life and godliness. Grace has given us that. So everything outside of life and godliness does not with the authorities. So don't be trying to bind your brothers and sisters. <laughs> he gave us that authority over each other. Mm -hmm. Amen? Amen. He gave us authority over the earth, above the earth, mm -hmm. and below the earth. Amen. All the tactics and the plans and the powers of the principalities of the enemies and to heal the sick, and to raise the dead, mm. and to cleanse the lepers. Mm. So when we pray, we are praying in belief that God hear us as he heard Jesus, and that we execute the authority he has already given us. Mm. There's one more scripture I'd like to show you in reference to that. Because, you know, people are quick to say, well, that was Jesus. Yeah. I am Jesus. So I ain't got the type of authority. I ain't got the type of power. So I want to show you someone who was before a murderer. Someone who stoned people to death. Mm -hmm. 
Someone who took the Christians and dragged them to jail. Mm. Yes. We gotta stop praying these prayers that will never get answered. Mm. And then looking to God that like he did something wrong. Only time our prayer don't work is when we're not operating in the authority that was given to us to operate in. We're operating outside of it. Or we don't believe. Let's turn to Acts 16. Acts chapter 16. Verse 16 to 18. I believe that's going to be our last scripture. Acts chapter 16, verses 16 to 18. Spiritual authority. When you were work, you were in school, there's a lot of students, there's a lot of peers that give you a hard time. The Bible said we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. That's where our authority is after. So when the people give you a hard time, treat them in love. Show them the light inside of you that shines out. And then you deal with the devils and the demons in the background. Let them devils and demons know that you could send people to trouble me. That's fine. But I'm going to trouble you after. I'm going to trouble you after. You're going to know I mean business. Yes. Because after that trouble is done, are you still alive? Mm -hmm. I pray to God, you're still alive. Remember the demons when they run to Jesus and they said, Did you come to torment us mm -hmm. before the time? Yeah. They know it was business coming right yes, there. Yes, yes. They knew it was authority coming right, right there. Yes. There was no weakling. Mm -mm. What's no, what's the word, pansy? <laughs> he was coming with all power and authority in heaven. And he give us the same thing. And we afraid of a little bitty, itsy teeny witchcraft. You better be afraid of your own witchcraft if you're going to try to cast it on me. Mm. You dig that hole for me, you fall into it. That's right. The Bible says that nothing shall by any means harm you. That includes the witchcraft. That includes the demons. Yes. Why are people so afraid of demons? Probably all the scary movies y'all be watching. If you so fear, you weak fear. Keep watching them scary movies. You're gonna buy a lie. You're gonna be tricked. That's all it is. Do you know how many demons and devils are on earth? The Bible said that when the apostles had a vision in heaven, they saw thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon millions of angels in heaven. It amounts to more than billions. How much do we have on earth? Probably about four billion. We have more angels in heaven than we have people on earth. And a third of those 
kicked out. kicked out and yes. became falling angel. Yes. The mean today we could probably have any day but a hundred demons per person. Mm -hmm. If they could have did something to you, they would have done something to you already. Exactly. Because they don't like you. You walk out there a hundred, they're waiting. But we're so superstitious and so spooky that we believe in their power more than the power of God. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Yeah, yes. Come Sure. Don't come at me with that nonsense. Cut that out. <laughs> what kind of jokey Christian you play? I ain't no jokey Christian. <laughs> I'm a Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized, All right. tongue preaching Christian. Everyone have the scripture? Yeah. I'll read and everyone can follow. Sorry? Acts 16, 16 to 18. All right, and it came to pass as we went to pray, a certain damsel possessed with a spirit of divination met us, which brought her masters much gain by soothsaying or telling the future. The same followed Paul and us and cried, saying, These men are servants of the Most High God, which shew unto us the way of salvation. And did this she many days. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit. But Paul, being grieved, turned and said to the Spirit, I command thee in the name of Jesus Christ to come out of her. And he came out the same hour. Yes. Hmm. He came out the same hour. They were doing all their prayers and stuff they said. But not one time did Paul pray about that demon. The demon was taunting him. And Paul was ignoring him. And he continued to taunt him. Mm -hmm. Why didn't Paul just say a prayer to God about the demon? Amen. Paul knew the authority and the power mm -hmm. that was already given to him by yes. God. Yes. And what did he do? Man. He acted on that authority. Amen. That's the type of Christian we have to be. Amen. This is why he says, follow me as I follow Christ. Amen. Christ did the same thing. <coughs> Paul did the same thing. Who are you? Are you more holy than Christ? No. That you will just pray and leave it at that? No. Are you more holy than Paul? No. That you will just pray and leave it as that? No. Act in the authority that God has given to you. We understand now the authority that we have. We understand why some of our prayers that we pray do not answer. Amen. The next step is for us to act in this authority. Mm -hmm. My brothers and my sisters in Christ, you have to know who you are. Yeah. And you have to act on who you are. 
the more you know the word, the more you believe the word. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the more you believe the word, the more you act in the word. That's why every time I come up here to preach, I'm not just trying to get you excited. Mm -hmm. I'm digging down into the scriptures and trying to let you have the understanding. Yes. Because I'm trying to sow seeds in you that you may come to the knowledge of truth of who you are. The Bible said our people perish because of lack of knowledge. Yes. We're trying to get everything except to knowing God. This power is a power of personal relationship. If we are Sunday Christians, mm. if we only open our Bibles once a week, if we only worship once a week, if we have no relationship with God, if we're not trying to really know Him and understand Him, nothing is not going to work. You're going to come every single week to pastor for this, pray for the same thing over and over. And pastor's not the issue. You are the issue. Mm. I'm not beating you up. I'm telling you to wake up. Mm. Wake up. Stop sleeping. Mm. Start getting into the world. Start mm. studying it. Mm. Let me do a survey. How many times people in, in here eat a day? We got anybody here that eat less than three times a day? <laughs> no. Anyone in here eat less than three times a day? Mm. And yet the Bible says, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every, every, every word that comes out of the mouth of God. Yes. And we're eating our natural food three times a day. <laughs> but we can put on some TV jakes, some Creflo Dollar, some Pastor Cooper, <laughs> some E-Word and listen once a day. With technology, you don't even have to open your Bible. You can just YouTube. Yes. True. Once a day for 30 minutes. True. And yeah. then we want to know why our life is not working. Mm. We want to know why things are not going the way it should be. Yes. How about you take some responsibility? Yes. How about you work out your own salvation? I will continue preaching. Pastor is going to continue preaching until someday someone hears and someone decides to act Amen. under authority. Amen. But guess what? I and Pastor Cooper can never, ever, ever believe for you. No. You have to believe yes. for yes. yourself. Amen. Work out your own salvation. Yes. This time, as Christians, we stop being lazy when it comes to the word. Yes. Asking God to do stuff that He told us to do. And He's looking down in heaven, the angels looking down in heaven like when they gonna learn. When they gonna learn. I hope 
that everyone has learned something today. Amen. 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 And so, and anyone, at least anyone has grasped their authority and know that they are not subjected to devils and demons and witchcraft and death. They're subjected to you. They are subjected to you. I remember when I was born again at 15 years old, I had a summer job. And I would get home 12 o'clock in the midnight. And I had to walk home. And they had a burial ground separating my job from where I live. And I had to walk all the way around the burial ground in order to reach home. But instead, I would walk through the burial ground. 12 o'clock at night, 15 years old, and I would go home in half the time. And I went to church, and my buddies heard, and they said, aren't you afraid to do that? I said, I'd be more afraid of the living than the dead. That's true. I would understand you saying if a thief man or a murderer is in there trying to get me. Yeah. But dead people, right. spirits, get that out of here. I don't want to hear that mess. Yes. I'm still alive. Yes. And I did that every day for the entire summer. Mm -hmm. 12 o'clock night, 1 o'clock at 8 a.m. in the morning. Going through the graveyard. Mm -hmm. I wish a zombie had get up and be hurt. I'd be hurt too. <laughs> I said, you gotta be scared because I ain't scared of you. Scared of the dead? No. Scared of devils and demons? Thank you, church. Amen.